Monday, guys. Welcome, everyone. Sophia and I are coming on here to share about our mental health journeys and things we do to better ourselves along the way. We hope we can all grow together. Sophia is going to be asking questions in the first one, and I'll be answering. In the second episode, you'll get to know Sophia more. Um, hey, guys, it's Sophia. Um, I went to the same high school as Kayla, and um, we just wanted to collectively say that we are not mental health experts and we are not like, you know, we don't have degrees in this and like walls full of, you know, hard work. This is purely like just what we've learned over the course of the time that like we've been struggling with mental health. Um, some stuff might work for some people, but, but not for others. It's all about finding stuff that works well for you. Um, so we just wanted to say that like right off the bat. So like, that's clear to everybody. Um, and then I, yeah, I went to the same high school as Kayla and we were, we were like, I didn't know who she was in high school, but, um, I like followed her on Instagram and we had like common friends and she's always been like super into like fitness and like mental health. And I was like, wow, this girl is really cool. Like I want to be friends with her. So I asked her to help me with this whole Instagram account and podcast. And I'm super grateful that I did because she's been amazing and I love her. (laughs) Um. Do you want to say anything? Um, yeah, pretty much. I saw Sophia at school, but we never really <laughs> talked before. But, you know, I it's a small world. And I think, you know, some people come into your life at certain times for certain reasons. And I think that's why it's really important to be transparent on your social media, because people might actually want to get to know you for you instead of who you may look to be. Yeah. No, I completely agree. And I've like really learned that through you. Like I have had people say like, oh, your social media is like changed. Like Mm -hmm. it's different. I don't know what it is. And I'm just like, wow. Like, okay. Like, thank you. (laughs) Like I take that as a compliment and I'm like, wow, like that makes a difference. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I guess we should just get right into it. I like sent these to Kayla beforehand because I just, <laughs> because I just did <laughs> I would want to know um but she has not told me her responses so this is I'm learning about her too um okay so the first question is how are you really uh right now I'm good actually <laughs> uh, being at school is like my safe space although nursing school starts again but I (laughs) feel optimistic as for it's been a long four years of school and now I'm coming out on the other end and I'm almost a nurse (laughs) that is so cool okay um one minute summary of who you are like where you go to school personal stuff yeah I grew up in Vermont where Sophia and I knew each other, Um, but I went to private school all my life, and I still do, no personal (laughs) preference, just a coincidence, don't know why, because it's super (laughs) expensive, 
but I played <laughs> lacrosse in high school and ran cross country in middle school and high school and disappointed my parents when I didn't want to do it in college. But <laughs> I think that's where my um, my love for fitness started because I found that I could cope with my mental health struggles when I ran after school each day. Um, mm-hmm. And then kind of a tangent, but I am now in Connecticut going to Sacred Heart to get my degree in nursing. I don't think that my journey stops here in terms of school. I definitely want to become like a nutritionist on the side or a clinical instructor for nursing students. Two very different things, but I'd love to give back to nursing. And I'd also love to share, you know, my passion for healthy eating and wellness with other people and kind of counsel them in that. So, yeah. And she also has this like amazing relationship that she failed to mention that I think is so <laughs> freaking adorable. Oh, yeah. I met my Please boyfriend. Please share about Jason. Night. Yeah. Please we share. <laughs> Uh, Jason's from Maine and I'm from Vermont. He lived with like a host family in the state and played hockey at our high school. And I don't know, it was just kind of like a mutual friend thing. Like we met through one of his teammates who was dating my friend. And I don't know, we were like the cutest awkward couple the first (laughs) few years. And then, you know, every summer we would be apart and then come back to school and I know, obviously, we're more than just lovers. We're obviously friends, or we wouldn't be able to be apart yeah. from each other so much. But oh my God. a lot of our years of communication have been over FaceTime or him on the phone in the car going to hockey or me on my way to clinical or me going yeah. to the gym, just, you know, little phone calls. But we lived together this past summer for the first time in the same state which was pretty amazing. And I worked at a hospital in Maine where I hopefully will be going back to work as a nurse. So our paths are finally coming together, hopefully. (laughs) Oh my gosh. How, like, how long have you guys been together? Oh gosh, sometimes I have to ask him. It's been so long. (laughs) What, like six years? Yeah, six years. But he says they don't all count because we were so young which any girl would be like, that's not true. But no. That is so not true. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's so amazing. Oh, that's so amazing. Sorry. I love, I love that. Like, I feel like that's also a really important part of like who you are. Yeah. It's not common these days to do it for the long haul. (laughs) I know. Yeah. Um, what is your favorite food? Oh, I would say coffee if coffee was a food. <laughs> it um, totally but... is. <laughs> I would have to say if it's takeout, New World Tortilla in Vermont. But if it's something I make, probably like like chicken parm or something, that's fancy, but... It's good. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's your favorite color? Uh, my favorite color is blue. That was my grandmother's favorite color. And I guess I, I don't know, I 
always wanted to be like my grandmother so I was like yeah my favorite color is blue and I I just kind of stuck with it (laughs) that's so cute um what's your biggest pet peeve Mm, I think personally for me being where I am right now I'm like this at this weird stage where I'm like independent and like I'm ready to work and I'm ready to like adult but then at the same time some of my peers are like not there and it's like a battle for me because I'm like like we're gonna be adults and like on our own next year and I don't know some people just aren't there and like I know everybody moves at their own speed but (laughs) it just gets me going (laughs) (laughs) no that makes sense because you are in such like a uh, focused like path you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. I get that I get why that would be annoying um what's on your bucket list this year oh let's see um well trying to think you know nothing really happened in 2020 because of COVID (laughs) yeah so I know I said the other day I wanted to hike this summer a lot because yeah in previous summers before last, I hiked a lot and it's like so refreshing and like there's no phone service really, which is like so nice. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know, I always go to the gym for exercise and I feel like although exercise is my mental outlet and like my go-to is the gym, I think it's like important to have like diverse options. Like, I don't know, if you don't feel like lifting weights on a day, like just go on a hike with friends include yeah. other include other people and like <laughs> what motivates you I guess <laughs> no I like that um what are three things you value most about a person Ooh, let's see three um there's like what makes them them which I guess you don't really learn until like you get to know someone but like you know, all those little things that they experienced growing up that make them who they are now. I guess that would be one. Mm -hmm. Um, Two, like their ability to, um, what do I want to say? Be around people they don't know and still respect them. Like still have a good time, Mm -hmm. I guess. I feel like we, our generation is so much like, so exclusive like yeah say you're with a friend and you hang out with a group of people and it's like they're friends like those people should be open to their friend's friend kind of thing which doesn't always yeah, happen I get that. and I value when people can be open to meeting new people and like adding new people to their group mm-hmm. um and then the third thing um I think I value when people are strong enough to share what they're going through. I think there's such a like stigma around not sharing, you know, when you're struggling. And I think it makes someone even stronger to be able to share it because I think Mm -hmm. you, you have to confront whatever that struggle is even more when other people know about it because they're going to check in on you and you're going to have to keep thinking about it. But I think that's one way to, like, 
cope with things you are struggling with is to know that like other people know you're going through something (laughs) yeah you'll be okay (laughs) no that makes perfect sense um what is something you wish people understood about you oh this is a good one I always say it to Jason but I feel like I'm not an approachable person because I look angry but like (laughs) it's just my face and I love people and I'm like like I'm even in a clinical group right now with like mostly people I've never had classes with or anything and like we talk so much and it's just funny because like I know we probably haven't talked before because I look scary and like even at the gym I think people think I'm like this mean person and Although I'm wearing a mask, I try to, like, smile. <laughs> like, my face, I'm not, like, exclusive. Like, I love to meet people and talk to new people. I think I just come off that way. <laughs> oh, I love that. Oh, I love that. Um, what is something people get wrong about you? Ooh. I I've never had anybody say it to me. But I've been, like, I read on my Explore page because of the things that come up about fitness. And there's, like, a couple psychologists that say people who work out a lot are suppressing their mental health struggles. And that really triggers me because, like, every hour I'm not in the gym, I'm, like, thinking about those things. So I'm not suppressing them and ignoring them and cope like not coping with them because I go to the gym very often like that is my way to you know oh I'm having a hard day and then I go to the gym and after the gym I'm like wow you know I can deal with these things like I am strong enough to deal with these things yeah um how did you choose your current profession that's a good one so growing up my mom was very sick often because she has no spleen she got in a car accident when she was young and it like burst and for people Mm. who are not in the medical field your spleen like creates antibodies and it's like your immune defense system so when you don't have it like a little cold makes you really sick and Mm. my mom had like she has a intestinal disorder and she had to get a foot of her intestine removed and she was in the hospital for a month and every day after school during that month I was in like I don't know like fifth grade I went to the hospital and sat in her bed with her and I just like valued so much how the nurses that had her for those like five weeks she was there they like remembered her and like they had a relationship with her And when there was a miscommunication between the doctor and the patient, like, the nurse was always there to be like, this is what they need, and you need to do it. Like, I don't know, nurses are just so much more empathetic, I guess, in some ways, because, Mm -hmm. you know, they are the patient's advocate. Like, they become, like, the patient's family member. When the family isn't there, like, the nurse is that person to always advocate, I guess. Yeah. And I think that's like also my way of giving back because I could never be a psychologist or a counselor, 
but I think part of nursing is helping people cope with their struggles just in a different way which I I don't know I just really like it yeah no that's awesome um do you accept compliments or reject them and why I definitely reject them but I think I reject them more from like people I'm close to (laughs) like if somebody like I don't know, at the mall was like, oh, I like your sweatshirt so much. I'd be like, oh, thanks. But then if it was like a close friend or like my mom or Jason, I would be like, no, no. (laughs) Why why don't I accept them? I honestly think it's because I'm like always like working on myself. I feel like we're Mm -hmm. never a finished product. So when I get a compliment, I'm like, I'm not there yet. (laughs) like I'm still working on it even though like even though like how like for example working out like I'm always working to better myself not even to look a certain way but just to feel a certain way and for me like I feel like I'm just on the beginning of that journey of being fit whatever the heck you want to call it and so many people (laughs) say I look so good and I'm I'm like, thanks, but I'm like, not really, like, I'm just getting started. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, you do. You do look great. And I'm very happy that you, like, use that outlet to love yourself. Like, I, I love that for you. What is one piece of advice you wish you could give yourself five years ago? Oh, five years ago goodness what was I like a senior in high school mm-hmm. high school was tough <laughs> I did not enjoy high school and when I got to the end of high school I was like like not even academically like socially it was just awful when I got to the end of high school I honestly was like am I really gonna go to college and go through four more years of this awfulness I don't know. I just think, like I said before, I'm so much more mature than some people my age, which is why I think I struggle in social situations sometimes, because I'm not willing to act less mature than I am, unfortunately, just to fit in. But I think I would tell myself that college would be good. I went to school out of Vermont because I was like, you know, I need a fresh start. Like, this just, this isn't it for me. And I want to meet new people. And I don't think I want to work in Vermont after I graduate. So I want to explore. Well, I can say that I won't be living in Connecticut. because It's too expensive now that I've been here for four years. Um, And it's like, I don't know, like, I like the city, but I think I prefer to visit the city, and I'd rather be, like, somewhere where I can see mountains. Like, it's just flat, and, like, they have no seasons here. (laughs) But I think I would also tell myself that, like, I don't know, I've made so many friends at school, although, again, my social media doesn't show that. Yeah. (laughs) Because I don't just, like, take pictures every time I meet up with my friends, but, like, I don't know, nursing is just, like, this special world where 
there's like a hundred like 180 200 of you in a graduating class and you're in the same classes with the same people all four years so like you're all fighting this same battle and like you get through it each year but like you have each other and I think I was like looking for those people in high school and like I couldn't find a lot of them besides my best friend Holly who didn't go to my high school um so I think I would tell myself that once you find yourself you will find the friends that are good for you because I think in high school I also didn't know who I was and I wanted to be this person just to fit in with a certain group of people and when I didn't fit in it it was disappointing and I didn't realize why but everything happens for a reason, I think. And here I am now, and I'm friends with Sophia. And I have <laughs> lovely friends here at school. And I even have some friends that I worked with this summer in Maine. So, like, my friends are all over the map. But, you know, I don't know. I don't know how to summarize that statement, but <laughs> I think it makes sense. I No, I think you, I think you answered it. Like, just you know, know yourself to be able to know what, like, what you need, like, in your circle, kind of. Right. Yeah. Um, what was a lesson you are, ha- are, no, wait, okay. What was a lesson you are so happy that you learned? Hmm. I think one of my biggest things, which I, I never really stood by until this past fall when I moved home from school away from all my people and had to do school at home and there was just a lot going on at once. It was like, don't stress about things that are out of your control. And that's always been something that, like, I've always been so bad about. Like, you know, why are these people doing this? This is so bad. Why is the world like this right now? You know, why? I don't know. I'm trying to think of an example. But, like, why are, you know, people doing this, this, and that? And it's, like, so sad. And, for example, like, why are people partying when we're in the middle of a pandemic? And it's, like... (laughs) I can't control that, so why am I worrying about it? What I can control is how I carry myself, who I decide to check in with, who I decide to share my energy with, what kind of relationships do I have with those people? You know, Mm -hmm. what do I do with my day to be productive or to take care of myself or to take care of the people close to me? That's what I should be focusing on is what I can control yeah no that's perfectly said (laughs) you always say things so perfectly Kayla (laughs) um they're not written down because I'm just looking at questions now (laughs) well I'm just like like you say things and I'm like I could not have said that any better like that was that was it okay So now I'm going to ask Kayla questions about like her mental health, which is, you know, the whole, the whole point of us doing this. Um, 
So where did it start for you? Well, I feel like because when we're young, we don't even understand that mental health exists. We never really know the fine line of like where it begins. But then when you look back, I feel like you can. And I feel like for me, I was an only child. So I think that was tough for me because I saw like all of my cousins, all of my friends, they had like these siblings that were like built in friends. And for me, like, I didn't have that. So when I was bored, I guess sometimes that was like my mental health struggle as a young, young kid. But then I got into middle school and I was like big into Pinterest and, you know, all that, which I didn't know at the time was, you know, I'm still on Pinterest now. I find all my healthy recipes on there and like my workouts, but there's this world on Pinterest and if you save certain posts you get sucked into it and it was all about like weight loss and being healthy and losing weight and here I am as an impressionable seventh like seventh grader and I'm like oh wow Pinterest says that I should lose weight to be healthy and So I started that journey I thought was healthy and I was so consumed by it. I was like in seventh grade counting my calories, not eating Mm -hmm. carbs. I would, I was on the cross country team. So I would eat my lunch, which was like a salad, like with no protein, no nothing. And then I would go to cross country practice after school and not eat anything. And then I would go home and I would eat dinner and I would run again. And I was on this Pinterest weight loss journey as a seventh grader. And again, on a side note, I read this thing and it's like, when your life is stressful, you, you try to go to something in your life that you can control. And I think at the time my weight was that thing that I could control. Uh, So I thought by not eating Um, really scary. I would eat like non-fat foods. Scary. I was very skinny, skinnier than I've ever been. And I, uh, scary, but so basically in itself, you can tell that is an eating disorder. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was like 117 pounds, I think, which I'm okay with saying right now I'm about 140 and I look (laughs) perfectly healthy. So the difference there is um, terrifying. And my doctor told me that this, I would say, was like the epitome of the start of my mental health journey, I guess, because I didn't think I was thin. And I connected to this group of people on Pinterest that I was like doing this whole thing with. And I was, I felt good about it at the time. And my doctor told me like, you're stunting your growth. Like you, all these levels are off in your blood. Your vitamins are low. You're not going to be able to do these things in the future. Like have kids if you don't eat because your reproductive system is being suppressed, blah, blah, blah yeah even for like a young woman that's really scary but I think what was scarier was I didn't understand that I wasn't healthy at the time 
And so that is where my mental health struggle began because I was told you can't live like this anymore when I didn't understand why the way I was living wasn't healthy. Mm -hmm. So I would say that was the start. And then I made these friends sophomore year, no, freshman year of high school. And I found that they actually ate. (laughs) And I was still doing cross country and I played basketball during the school year and I played basketball during the summer. But I ate a lot and I still lived. And I was still healthy and I still don't have like a good relationship with food all the time when I'm stressed. But then I think as you grow, you add to your mental health struggles. Mm-hmm. So, oh, here I am in high school, social situation's not good, I don't have a lot of friends. And then you're like, oh, I have to apply to college. Oh, I oh, have God. to move away from home, you know? Mm-hmm. And then when I came to school, it was hard because I was on a meal plan. We didn't have a kitchen at first, my freshman year. And I mm-hmm. think that didn't help my relationship with food. Because at that point, I was eating foods that had protein, were healthy for me and were keeping me in good shape but not frail and then I had to eat like junk at the dining hall and I was like Mm -hmm. you know when you don't have a healthy relationship with food you don't want to eat if it's gross yeah but you know you need to eat to be healthy and now we can get into it in other podcasts but like there's a lot of things going on right now in the world we're in a pandemic And, like, there's all these little mental health struggles I have that kind of build up to one big one. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I get that. It's a long journey, but I think it's it's strong to be able to look back and realize you were struggling, but you made it to where you are right now. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. I know that was a lot and no. personal. I really appreciate you I'm sharing okay that. with sharing it. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you could describe it, like your mental health, in one word, yep. what would it be? Um, now? Yeah. I would say... Mm, resilient? I don't know. Mm. I'm not... I'm not like this superhuman who doesn't feel pain yeah but I think being able to acknowledge the things that are making me struggle and then deciding how I want to let them affect how I am and you know my mood like can I ignore it no can I I don't know like over this past break I started journaling Mm. Um, and then I was going to the gym a lot and just, I took some time for myself finally because I wasn't in classes. Thank God. Um, (laughs) but yeah, I would say resilient, but you know, none of us are superhuman. My Mm -hmm. struggle is the way it is, or my strength, I guess, not my struggle is the way it is because of everything I've gone through. And I think when we don't give up like that's you're resilient like you made it yeah 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 like you're still here and like you're still going yeah um 
Who is your biggest supporter and why? Ooh, that's tough. Um, I would say now, if you asked me in middle school, I would say my grandmother, but she's no longer around. So now I would mm-hmm. say, I guess my mom. <laughs> I know she misses me because I'm in Connecticut and with our nursing schedule I literally never make it home during the school year pretty much <laughs> but she's always happy for me that I'm where I am and doing what I want to do but then at the same time I would say my clinical instructors and my professors because they're always like well I can say one professor in particular she's always like you're almost there. Like by the end of this semester and like a month after this semester, you're going to be signing RN on your emails and like, you're going to make it. But when you're in nursing school, you don't think you're ever going to make it (laughs) That goes for like anyone who's in college. Like you never think you're going to make it to graduation. You're just like, ugh, but you're going to make it. And after that, you're going to find a job. But yeah, no, my mom is also very supportive in that I'm not going to move home after I graduate. And part of that is because Vermont is not going to ever pay me enough to pay back my student loans. And part of that is because that's what's going to make me happy. And she supports that. I know it's hard for her that I'm not moving back to Vermont, but yeah. It's time to start that part of my journey, I yeah. guess. <laughs> um, what would it take to make that answer to the previous question yourself so that you could be your biggest supporter? Uh, I think, which wasn't instilled in me for a while until my boyfriend Jason made me, but... <laughs> basically realizing that I need to do what makes me happy I think a lot of us are like we we can put what makes us happy on the back burner as long as we're making everybody else happy with our decisions Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day to be your biggest supporter you need to make that leap and move to that state where you want to be or take that job even if someone doesn't agree with it but you're happy with it or mm-hmm. I don't know, just do what makes you happy. Yeah. Um, what is your favorite coping strategy for anxiety? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. Usually, it sounds silly, but when I like would be studying for an exam and I would be stressed I would tell myself, like, okay, like, the book needs to close now. And then I would go shower, and it sounds silly, but, like, if you're in the shower, like, you can't be on your phone. You can't be studying. Nobody's going to come interrupt you. (laughs) So it's, like, 30 minutes to, like, reset. Yeah. But, I don't know, I also journal sometimes when I have the time for it. Um, and then I also, like, I use lavender. Oh, me too. Which is, like, so nice. Yes, it is. Um, <laughs> um, 
so so basically if people learn anything about you it's that you have no time (laughs) yeah (laughs) um what is the best advice someone has told you surrounding mental health Hmm. let's think let's think for a second yes let's (laughs) um well there's a lot of good advice but I definitely, let's see, um, I think understanding that it's okay to put yourself first when you're struggling. Um, like, if you always put other people first and you're struggling, at the end of the day, you still have that heavy burden of what you have to cope with. Mm-hmm. and if you take that time to put yourself first and you know say no to that plan say no to the phone call say no to the whatever it is so that you can reset yourself I know it's hard to like think about what other people might think because you canceled that plan or because you didn't go out or whatever but at the end of the day you have to take care of you yeah no, I totally agree. Um, where would you like to be um, one year from now? Um, I think I've already started this, but part of what I wanted to do starting this year was like, just be more open with what people do that hurts me oh yeah I think for so long I've always just like let these people do these things and bottled it up and not said anything about it and I you know that's the that's the daughter in me that's the nurse in me whatever it's like I'm always worrying about people mm-hmm. um and it's like I lost what you asked me. (laughs) (laughs) Where you would be one year from now. Oh, in a year from now. Yeah, so I guess just, like, understanding that how you, how I feel matters. Because I feel like so much I'm just like, oh, well, I'd rather not speak up because I'd like to keep the peace. Yeah. And it's like but this hurt me and that hurt me and why am I just gonna sit here and not say anything just because I don't want that person to get mad or annoyed, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and my last question is in this moment, what are you most thankful for? Ooh. I'm most thankful for I think it would have to be being able to get a job this past summer in a hospital Mm -hmm. in a state that I'm not going to school in because I really got my foot in the door in Maine and now like have a chance of getting a job there. Mm -hmm. Um, But also not only that, like we're in the middle of a pandemic where so many people can't get jobs. And I had the opportunity to get that job, not only, but also get so much hospital experience to go towards what I had known before. 
mm-hmm. and you know they didn't have to let me take that job being someone from another state with the potential that I could not be going back there yeah after I graduate so I got lucky <laughs> <laughs> yes um okay well I feel like I've known you for years. <laughs> this is the first time I've actually talked to you on the phone. I know. Thank it's you. crazy. Thank you for sharing yeah. all that about you. Um, Hopefully people will feel like they can share with us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, like we're just, Kayla and I, our goal is to just be very transparent and honest and including and, you know, truthful and all the adjectives um with you guys and with each other too because you know we're still Mm -hmm. like becoming friends and everything and doing this is very much out of our comfort zone but we felt like it was necessary um great okay and next episode is getting to know me and Kayla's gonna ask me some questions so you guys should go listen to it Great. Bye. Bye.